no worries. It's all good. How are you today, Gail? I'm actually not too bad, by oh, God's good. grace. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for asking. I'm actually, yeah, I'm doing well. What about yourself? It's been a wow. It's been a jam-packed day. I can imagine. You I just finished all your lectures, isn't it? Yeah, no, no. It's, it's like, <laughs> um, actually, I had like class at five a.m. Yeah. until eight. And then I had a tutorial from 8.30 to 9. And then another tutorial from 9 to 9.30. And then um, this afternoon, which was like evening. And then yeah. day, um, I had a lecture that I was like, I thought it was optional. So I showed up like 30 minutes late. And I was like, oh, snap. I should have come earlier. Whoops. Um, but it was really interesting, actually. So I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Good. Nice. <laughs> hmm. I'm just interested. I'm like, are there any takeaways? Because I know obviously it's art, so I'm thinking like, what would the kind of things you may have learned? And oh, stuff. takeaways. Yeah, I think the big takeaway today, um, is like to embrace silence. Mm. And I think about that in a spiritual sense, of course. But yeah, just like taking time in the day. And so, like, this is what. I mean, I know, like, the Bible says, like, you know, when you pray, you should close the door and stuff. But I also am, like, appreciative when people share their prayer life and, like, what they do just in a a way that can help me kind of spur me to to do that on my own. Yeah. Um, But, like, I try to wake up at least an hour before I start class. So I have, Mm -hmm. like, ample time to just pray and then read my Bible, listen to the pray the word with david platt podcast like every day and like that mm. consistency has like helped my walk with the lord grow so much praise the lord um, yeah praise god so i think like yeah in the morning i really love being like a morning um morning bird early yeah. early bird and yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like morning bird that sounds weird early bird <laughs> yeah and really have that one-on-one time in the stillness and quietness um with the lord and then when i see the sunrise and the sky is just gorgeous i'm just all the more grateful for my relationship with him yeah because i think about wow like you know when i wake up it's not like you're waking up god you're always awake yeah you're taking care of me in and out of season when i'm asleep when i'm awake when i'm just doing some mundane things in, in my day um mm. I am instructed to always communicate with you and pray to you but I don't always do that and then mm. times that you know I'm not thinking about you like wow like he's always thinking about us yeah and just wants that intimacy with us and mm. how easy it is to take it for granted so I think yeah. the big takeaway today was silence because of an exercise we were doing um basically they told us to walk outside in the dark and to just observe Hmm. and then do some critical reflective writing on it nice so yeah it was nice like i mean i didn't go outside in the dark because it's still bright right now Mm, but i had some you know videos and photos i'd taken on previous evenings um during walks and just like looking at those pictures again and um taking 
closer attention to what I saw. And yeah, yeah that's nice. It's nice because silence allows you to like fill the gaps with things that you've already experienced. Yeah. And also kind of think and plan ahead toward what will hopefully come. Mm. And at the same time, just being present and mindful of like, oh, right now is a gift from God. Yeah. Like even having silence is actually like a beautiful thing. 100%. Yeah. Being still, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I had so many different kinds of imageries whilst you were talking. One of the things I was thinking of was just like the amazingness of God in the sense that we are in two different time zones mm. and we're experiencing different types of weather, yeah. um, different brightness in the sky at the mm. moment. All of these small things, but God still holds them all together by the yeah. word of his power. And Amen. it's just so amazing how intimate he is with his creation how yeah imminent he is yeah now transcendent at the same time yeah yeah i was thinking about um the dawn as well and how how beautiful dawn is like what you were saying mm. i love those those moments actually yeah. i don't see them much <laughs> but um <laughs> well you can if you want to I can, I can, it's I can. It's hard, like, I the can. first couple of days, and then once you're in the groove of it, it's addicting. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I think what it is is that I love waking up to the sun, um, and the sun tends to kind of beam through in yeah. my room, like, properly at mm. about eight. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, an ample time. Okay. I, naturally, that my body just wakes up. Yeah. Um, but I would... I would love to wake up a lot more earlier, mm-hmm. but it just means setting an alarm and I just oh, artificial. Yeah, waking up by artificial sound is not my favorite. Mm-hmm. So, I let the yeah. birdies outside my window wake me up. Yeah, they're Mine so do loud. Sometimes as well, they're so but... loud though. <laughs> yeah, I think yours are probably a lot more louder than mine. Yeah, yeah, but they're pretty. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> nice that's good so Joyce what are we gonna talk about today we're gonna talk about uh wait what are we talking about <laughs> oh yeah we're talking about wait surrender. I was to propose it surrender yeah I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> I got distracted because my mom was like saying something downstairs and I was trying to listen to her uh. she was the one who suggested it because she's like yeah you guys talked about you know submission but surrender is different and I was like how so and she was like submission is kind of like you know you feel obligated to do it but then like surrender is like you have no choice interesting yeah and I was thinking about because surrender I don't know though because surrender is like you you do have the choice to surrender like you just let go that's still a choice that you but make I think like the because how I think of it is, like, you know, like, woman, be submissive to your husband, right? But then, like, surrender, like, when you, sur- like, I think about Paul, like, when he surrendered to to Jesus, like, after meeting him on the way to, you know, Damascus. Mm-hmm. Like, I think of that as surrenders, like, he literally was, like, on the ground, like, in the presence of the Lord, and then he went, mm. he went blind, you know, so he had to surrender to at least something. 
and like he had to surrender yeah. to like his inability to see and then from yeah. god could work on him or like um like i think about jacob when he was wrestling with the lord like mm. he didn't surrender and like pretty much the lord like let him win but then he is like oh mm. because you have prevailed or whatever like i'm going to make you have like a a limp like you can't just so it's like with- you're surrendering because those powers are a lot more stronger than you so you have no other choice but to bow down yeah and like think about every time like a prophet was commissioned and they like woe is me you know i am or i think of a uh, isaiah like woe is me i'm a man of unclean lips and like just that utter like uh being like prostrate on the ground is that is that the right term like yeah. when you fall and um, prostrate yeah yeah prostrate yeah prostrate i was thinking about that because i was brainstorming a little bit beforehand and i was thinking um how is surrender or how yeah how surrender and sacrifice the same or similar because it's like i thought of ephesians 5 verse 1 um therefore be imitators of god as beloved children and walk in love as christ loved us and gave himself for us a fragrant offering mm. and sacrifice to God. So the words I highlighted was gave himself up for us, yeah. which is also like a surrender as well, isn't it? Because mm. I mean, we mentioned like in the garden of Gethsemane. Yeah. And so I, it's like, that's why I thought of, it's like you're handing over the power because he had the yeah. power. He chose to put it aside. Yeah. So, but, in the same way that we we can surrender but I get your but, point as well though because yeah. it's like yeah sorry. go on sorry <laughs> I just don't want to get it I'm very forgetful sometimes but I think of it as the core of surrender though is hope surprisingly because mm. like if you surrender there's some hope you can survive but if you don't yeah. surrender and you get overthrown like you're gonna die so I kind of think of yeah. it as like you know we have this hope as an anchor firm and secure you know like jesus is our hope yeah but we surrender to him and you think about like when he told whoever he was te- teaching like oh it's worse for you to like make one of the- or, like if you cause one of these little ones to stum- stumble it's better for you to you know tie yourself to a millstone and throw mm-hmm. yourself into the the water like pretty much like it's better for you to die a physical death of drowning than to make one of these um children stumble and like be guilty mm-hmm. of hell and so yeah. thinking about that in contrast to like what is an anchor like an anchor could actually make you sink if you just tie yourself to it yeah, so yeah, like yeah. committing your life to christ like in the first century was essentially like a, a death sentence for yourself and so like Robbery. so that type of like surrender is like god i trust that you really have sent your son and that like you raised him from the dead, you will raise me from the dead. If I do end up dying a horrible death on earth with the hope that I, I will never, I never looked at this picture, like the anchor with that picture before ever. Yeah. And I don't think I realized that until I was tested on the strength of my anchor because it's mm. always been my family, like faith, everything like, 
my whole livelihood and everything is connected to my family. And I, the Lord kind of tested me to see like, okay, if you weren't with your family and you had nothing, would you surrender to me? Because it's easy mm-hmm. if it's like, oh, you know, everyone else is doing it. So why, why, why not? You know, but then Jesus, like the Lord was asking me, like, do you love me like more than these? Do you love me mm-hmm. that you are willing to die for me? Like, and I had to ask myself and answer, like, honestly, like, no, Lord, like I, I love my life. I love my family. I love everything you've given me. And he's like, do you trust that? I am the one who has given you those things and I have the right to take them away from you if that's like for your good and my glory. And then that comes back to like the whole question of like hope. Like is my hope in my family who I know, like I'm the youngest in my family, like my parents and brother, like unless something, you know, unexpected happened, like I'd probably be the last one in my family to live you know what I mean like so would I I mean eventually family is supposed to like they will always love you but they're not going to live forever on this earth mm-hmm. and so that kind of reminded me like wow when I think about what my hope is in it really has to be in Christ because like Jesus is the same yesterday today and forevermore. Um, but if I put my hope in my family, no matter how wonderful and lovely they are and how much they even fear God, like they will disappoint me, you know, yeah. and I yeah, will disappoint yeah. them too. So I can't even put my hope in myself. Um, but I know that God is always the same and that I can surrender. If I surrender to anything, I just want to surrender to God. Yeah. Mm-hmm reminds me of um just the fact that what what you mentioned is it's a beautiful thing growing mm-hmm. up within um a christian household but it does like you say it does come to a point where you have to be assured in your kind of in christ for yourself in the sense that this this faith is is you and him kind of thing. Do you get what I mean? It's not riding on other people, mm. and so that's that's so good that the Lord challenged you to kind of be like, "Are you for me?" kind of thing, which is cool. And it just also reminded me of um, the rich young ruler mm-hmm. and how you know he had everything, yeah. um, but he and he was righteous and he did things that were pleasing but um he just wasn't willing to surrender the one thing um and and walk with the lord kind of thing and and it shows that how you know he had his hope in his things his possessions as opposed to in the lord and he wasn't willing to surrender and he walked away that's just so unfortunate You're so close to Jesus, you just walk away. Uh, And I think that's also the reason why Jesus warns the lukewarm church in Revelation. You know, it's better to be hot or cold than lukewarm. Because, like, you can Mm -hmm. be so close to Jesus. Like, you could be, like, Judas. Even have him wash your feet before he knowingly knows that you will betray him. And then still end up committing suicide. Like, it's just, like, 
people aren't committing suicide per se, but people are committing like eternal spiritual suicide when they reject Christ. Mm, ouch. And it's really sad because most people reject Christ. And very few people, mm. I mean, by the grace of God, can say like, Jesus, you are my everything. I will give up everything for you. And I think like, it's really interesting that you brought up the story of the rich um, young ruler because I think we all have that one thing in our lives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think among <laughs> many young Christian women, it's like, God, please provide a, you know, a young man after your own heart that I can, you know, serve and like we can raise a family like I think that's something that is on a lot of young Christian women's minds and then that's something that we have to just trust that if that is God's will for us that I mean it will be done but it's not going to be done on our timing at all yeah and it's it might even happen like when we least expect it so exactly yeah Definitely. But also recently, I've, because <laughs> I used to be very, like, I don't want to say obsessed about it, but, like, very kind of anxious about that. Mm. Um, but recently, I've been thinking, like, okay, there's plenty of people in the Bible who, like, are single, including Jesus and Paul. But mm. then I think about, like, Anna, the prophetess, like, how she was married and then like very soon after she was married like her husband died and she was a widow for like the majority of her adult life so like Mm. that kind of sobering reminder that like yes every good and perfect gift is from the lord but then like as quickly as it came it could leave quick like even quicker you know like we just don't know and i think that's the beauty of like having the beauty of surrender you know, mm. it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, we're all going to die anyway. But like in an optimistic mm. way, because we're, we're born again. So we're always going to live. But like, physically, we will all die. So we just give it all to God and let him take care of it. Because like, if we try to figure it out on our own, we're just going to screw things up. I can say yeah. I've done that too many times to count. So I've just like given up. I'm like, God, please take the wheel. I'm done driving. <laughs> it's done. Yeah, I'm done. Mm, yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, I was going to say something. I was wondering if I said it in another podcast. Uh, in terms of just, um, I think, culture has kind of made, you know, that thing, though it may be a little idle or, some, or can cause that discontentment um, in our hearts, potentially, I also think that we women, we can thrive by ourselves now. So <laughs> it's never going to be something that we're... Well, we might think about it, mm. but it may not always be in yeah. the forefront of our hearts. But I think I think that's one thing about the Lord cradling mm. our hearts is the fact that he continuously reminds yeah. us that, no, this is something you need to put at my feet. This is something you need to give to me. And this is the surrendering thing that we're talking about and it's like when we love God so much we will be compelled to want to be obedient and we'll be compelled to want to lay down everything that may even come before him 
um, and, and put it at his feet and be like, do you know what, Jesus, mm. you do what you need to do with this because <laughs> if I try and do it, I'm not going to do it well. Oh, man. So, yeah, surrender is... It, it does come with a lot of pain and heartache depending on whatever it is that we're surrendering. But again, it is that hope, yeah. isn't it? It's that trust that the Lord either has something better or it's like not now or it's whatever it is, depending on, on yeah. the topic. Oh, wow. I think too, like this just kind of reminds me of um, just the founding fathers in the, in the US. Like they could have chosen to become a monarchy, but they, mm-hmm. like George Washington they wanted him to be king and like but then he said he just wanted to he he would just be president and like hmm. that set the example for the leaders that followed um and i think too like the reason why he's like you know i i should not be king i, I honestly think it was kind of like god ordained like we are you know in god we trust is like what we is something that is on our our currency but I think we as like believers we as citizens of the world like no matter who is in power we always need to be reminded that you know Jesus is king Jesus Lord Mm. and I mean a king can be a good king or a bad king and in many times in biblical history like we see like really bad kings but we also see good kings too that obeyed God but like even from Mm -hmm. the get-go like Samuel's like Israelites are you sure you want a king and they're like we want a king we want a king and it's like but um you know you're gonna get taxed and like they're gonna take your children and you know like but we want a king we want to be like other nations and then so Sam was mm. like okay and then talks to God and God's like okay well we'll just get them give the people what they want you know <laughs> and then of course down the road exactly what god says is gonna happen it happens and um it's just like such a shame that like despite what we've seen happen over and over and over and over and over again in history like we still don't surrender fully to jesus as king when he's the best king mm. like he's the king that washed his disciples stinky feet before he got nailed to a cross you know like it's just <laughs> oh man like people like we have become so calloused to the bible and biblical truth that it's like it's really it it makes me upset like and I don't get upset that often like I'm a very chill person um but Mm. it just makes me feel so like distraught to think like wow how can we just toss the bible aside Mm. but I I need to stop talking I'm just rambling (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking about um the greatest surrender and um, you mentioned it earlier which is just in the garden of Gethsemane yeah like when Jesus he was literally putting his will aside and it's kind of just going off of the back of what you're saying that we've in the whole history of mankind we have just sought to put our will before others or do you know what I mean like mm. just what's the word wrestling or rooting for our own way mm. and yet the greatest example said no not my way but the lord's way mm. 
And though he didn't want it, he didn't want to go through the pain, um, didn't want to have to endure all of our sins and our burdens, our trespasses, all of those things pinned to him, he still submitted. And that is the greatest example of surrender that we can ever kind of look to. And it's just, it, that's enough to just silence us, really. That's enough to just do full circle like where we started off with in terms of just like being still Mm -hmm. and just being quiet and just being like wow Jesus you did that that's beyond human and obviously it was because he's God you know and it's like we just have to continue asking him for the grace to be able to just do a smidge of what he can do Mm -hmm. and what he does um yeah such a great example because he doesn't expect us to do anything that he hasn't already done Mm. and for us to surrender yeah for us to surrender isn't i mean yes jesus is lord and he can rule over us but he surrendered his will to god's will as you said so like Mm. we surrender to jesus thus surrendering to god by the power of the holy spirit so it's kind of like, are we willing to cooperate or not? Basically. Yeah. Basically. And like abide, like we can do nothing apart from Jesus. Yeah. Where he is the vine and like we are the branches and we're just alive because he's breathed life into us. Not because we decided one day that we wanted to live or be born. Hmm. <laughs> Hmm. Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, we have such deep Great example. Stuff. Wow. Eh? I was just thinking, we have really deep conversations. I know, right? We really do. <laughs> it's it's really encouraging really because it's do. hard to find people that are willing to just dive headfirst into the Bible. Because I think people want their hearts to be drawn into the word. But right. I honestly see that, and it, kind of like what Jen Wilkins says in, you know, Woman of the Word, is like, let your mind, you know, be filled with scripture, and then your heart will follow your mind. Yes. So I think it's like surrendering our yes. mind, then surrendering our heart, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And it trickles down, isn't mm-hmm. it? trickles down from our heads to our hearts and there goes like praying for understanding you know we have knowledge we can read we can fill our minds but then we pray for understanding and and ways in which we can apply it basically yeah Mm -hmm. I have a question for you actually what would you tell Christians who are probably more lukewarm if they are saying, you know, like I believe the Bible, I, I pray, I go to church sometimes, but I'm just not feeling it in my heart. What would you tell them? <sighs> I feel like we had some kind Sorry. of similar <laughs> to this in midweek, so um I'm just thinking I need to first of all try and go back to the discussion in my head but I think just off of the top of my head 
I would say that okay how would I put it I say I would say that it is about praying and asking and to actually mm-hmm. grasp it because the thing is it's about God being our Lord and God being our Savior. So we may believe that okay he's our savior because for us and he forgave us from our sins and we'll believe the book like we'll say this is what it is but it's like is your life trans are you willing to submit to this and to surrender your whole life to this and to actually follow him and actually allow him to be lord i think the issue is is the submission element it's the fact that um there's no real room there's no there's no love element to it so I think I would probably sit with them, kind of see where they are at with the gospel and to see whether yeah. they actually believe that it's transforming their own lives and their own hearts. Um, mm. Because, yeah, I just I just think it's about heart transformation, isn't it? It's like the renewal of your mm. mind, but then it's like um, you get a new heart, your new creation so that it's both hand in hand both things happen it's not just one or the other and and I do believe that like because there's some people that get saved once once there's some people that get saved like straight up like they just hear the gospel and they're like yeah I believe Mm -hmm. and then there's others that there's a longer period of time like you won't be able to pinpoint Mm -hmm. that particular moment where you were saved so maybe it might just be that that person's in that space where they're just not submitting or surrendering to some bits but they believe in other bits I don't know if that like makes sense or kind of goes answers your question I think it does I think some it's interesting God knows what we need and I think some of us we need that dramatic kind of one-time wake-up call yeah um and other times like some of us we just maybe struggle with having patience and need that more prolonged growth um Mm. so i I think that kind of also has to do with the way god has created us and how he wants to be most glorified in our lives Mm -mm -mm. definitely definitely Mm because there'll be different examples of how the lord prunes and grows somebody but it doesn't mean that he's not working in that person or transforming their lives it's just Mm-hmm. at a different time yeah I, I think of just one like last note but like the story of joseph his story is you know seems like it's a long time of growth and really struggle so we're mm. really struggling um and then like just randomly there's a story about judah and tamar you know and mm. it's a pretty dramatic story that is like boom wake up call versus like the the long suffering that Joseph had to endure mm. just because he was a spoiled cocky teenager you know like it just seems like god why that's not fair mm. but then the lord is just and he always will 
I guess, illuminate the truth, but it's not always on the time that we want it to be yeah. illuminated. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, this is, this is great. Thank <laughs> you for I was thinking sharing. about um, going off to you, sorry. Oh, no, no, I was just, yeah, I wasn't sure if you had any final words. Um. Well, actually, it's a bit random, but is it random? Hmm. So, um, I painted something about two years ago, um, and it's actually called Surrender. Um, oh. Yeah. So it's a soft portrait of me, um, in a prostrate position, not completely flat out on the ground, but just like kneeling with my head tucked into my hands. Yeah. Um, and it's got like a black background with light shining on my shoulders and and my silhouette essentially and I wrote a poem on the side so I can just read it yes (laughs) so oh sweet (laughs) sorry I haven't haven't even heard it yet but I'm so sweet please go ahead okay scream oh stroke scream (laughs) No one will hear you any other way. Surrender. Break free. Fall to your knees. Bend low. Surrender. James 3. Thine heart humbled. Thine haughty heart humbled. Lowered. Broken down. Down. Prostrate. Set free. Free. Grieve. Wrestle. Win. Survive. Breathe. Tell O strokes. Tell. Speak O strokes. Speak. That's it. Girl, <laughs> you made me laugh. Oh I'm gonna cry. Oh my days! I'm gonna cry again on a podcast. It's too beautiful. I can't handle. I can't handle. <laughs> so I wrote it. Um, uh, just in response to the <laughs> are coming to the corner of my eyes. <laughs> you made me laugh. I wrote it in response to the painting um, and I think I was studying at that time James 3 um, and well it was just the whole of James really um, and yeah I just thought that that was just one of those times where I think just learning about surrender and learning about what it means to literally fall on your knees and pray and um, surrender your whole life to the Lord and yeah, so I was just—that's what came out from the from the painting. So I thought I would share it. Thank you for sharing. It's my pleasure. It's all good. Thank you for making me cry again. <laughs> <laughs> oh no worries, I'm joking. <laughs> um. <laughs> You're like anytime, anytime. <laughs> it was not my intention one bit, but um. Yeah, because you know, I always like to. Well, I've found that I write alongside my painting, so and so when you mentioned the word surrender, I thought, wait, hold on a second, I've actually painted something called surrender. So, coincidence, I think not. I know, right? I know, right? So, beautiful. (laughs) Ah, all right, so we can wrap up here, right? Where are the tissues? (laughs) Until next time, guys.
um, join us again at Sojourner Sisters podcast and follow us on Instagram at Sojourner Sisters EA. Much love. Bye. Much love. Bye.